3: No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
5: It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play
0: like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you.
3: Wilson, go into the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking into a wide open touchdown. First NFL
5: touchdown for Zach Wilson. And it goes to Corey Davis. Crowder trying to get him out of space. Slips a tackle. And there he goes. Crowder. It's a foot race. And Crowder is in there. A
3: 69-yard touchdown. He'll hit immediately. He they got the handoff. You know what? Gosh. Listen, thank you.
1: From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like A Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like A Jet One. And we are going to talk NFL draft stock. And to do that, one of the best in the biz, he is the lead NFL draft analyst at walterfootball.com. Return guest, Mr. Charlie Campbell. Charlie, thanks so much for coming on the show, man.
4: Thanks for having me. Good to be back with you, Scott.
1: So, Charlie, let's talk about edge rusher here because that seems to be the position where everybody's focused. The Jets clearly need help. If you've watched the Jets this season, you've seen that the defense has struggled a lot. And a big part of the reason why is when they can't get pressure on the quarterback, they just completely crumble. On the interior, they've got Quentin Williams. They've got Sheldon Rankins. They've got John Franklin Myers. And to help stop the run, Foley Fadikasi, although he's an impending free agent, so we'll see what happens there. That's not an area of priority, but edge rusher is a big problem. Carl Lawson hopefully will be back next year and healthy. Bryce Huff is okay, but still, they need a real home run hitter. Let's talk about the top two guys, Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon Thibodeau. What are you hearing with those two? Does it look like they may go number one and number two in this draft? Could the Jets have to possibly trade up for one of them if they don't wind up with one of the top two picks? And what are your thoughts on them based on what you've heard from talking to people around the league? Do people see them as potential top-tier, top-of-the-line edge rushers?
4: Um. Well, I don't think the Jets will have to trade up at this point. You know, uh, I think that there there should be a quarterback taken high in the first round between uh, the Lions and the Texans. Uh, you could have two quarterbacks go. Uh, but, you know, as it stands right now, the Jets would have the fourth pick. I think there's a good chance that uh, Hutchinson could get to that spot. Thibodeau less likely. Jacksonville uh, could take one of the edge rushers, but they have a good one, in Josh Allen uh, Chase on nearing bus status, so maybe they would consider adding another one to go with them, uh, but they do have a lot of needs on that roster, so I wouldn't be surprised there, considering they have Josh Allen if they went another route, so that could push one of the two there. Um, as far as the kind of value of them. I know these teams really have Thibodeau up there. Uh, I've spoken with a number of teams that view him as an elite uh, top of the draft first round edge rusher uh, in any draft class. So in any draft class, he would be a high first round pick. Um, I've, I've spoken to some directors and they say he really reminds them of Khalil Mack. He's that kind of edge defender strong quick sudden uh maybe doesn't have the length of say like a Clowney or miles garrett um, but definitely a natural pass rusher and quarterback hunter uh, a guy that plays through pain is tough uh and he could have shut it down earlier this year and still been a high pick but he came back uh to help his team so that really speaks to uh him as a competitor and a teammate and obviously, Hutchinson's had a, a, just a phenomenal year for Michigan. Uh, really has just shown incredible improvement uh, over uh, pre- the last whole season he played when he had six sacks to now more than double that uh, going into the bowl game, playoff game. So uh, he's had a great year. He's a really good, obviously a really dynamic pass rusher. He's good against the run, flowing to the ball. Uh, I've had teams tell me, though, that he he is not as good running straight at them. That's the thing he needs to work on for the NFL. He doesn't like the downhill runs coming right in his direction. But uh, with the Jets' interior and with the coaching they have there with Robert Sala, I think that's something they can work with. And no no college player is pretty much perfect going into the NFL. They all need uh, development for the NFL game and that's the part that Hutchinson needs to improve but he'd definitely be worthy uh, of one of their high first round picks at four or five
1: Charlie, I want to come back to Edge Rusher in a second. But first, you mentioned the quarterbacks, and Detroit and Houston clearly could use one. We know that Houston is in a situation where they're going to have to deal to Sean Watson if everything gets settled with his off-the-field stuff. Detroit clearly needs to do something there. The big question is if there are going to be quarterbacks that get pushed up. This seems to happen almost every year. Do you think that there are going to be quarterbacks that get pushed into the number one and number two slots, thus dropping the edge rushers down a little bit? And if so, who are you hearing that it might be?
4: Well, I think that Kenny Pickett from Pitt will go up there. I think that he could be number one overall to Detroit. uh, And I think that that he could could be the guy that uh, is most likely to go that high. Now, the other one, I think Malik Willis, um, while he's more of a second-round caliber player, because of field vision issues, he's short. He can get blinded in the pocket um, by the by the line and the scrum ahead of him. Uh, but he does have a cannon for an arm, and he has real running ability. He's a tough runner. Uh, so I think the arm and mobility... Uh, I've had some team people tell me they think a the team could fall in love with him and take him uh, in the high in the first round in the top ten. So um, it's it's early to say, and you know potentially Matt Corral could uh, catch fire in the process. He had maturity issues and kind of character issues early on in his college career, but it sounds. Uh, that he's been super dedicated and just a a man on a mission uh, this year in terms of the amount of hours he's putting into football uh, and really has matured a lot. So uh, he's another one that that could factor into that equation. But I think Kenny Pickett uh, is going to go high there in the first round. I could see Detroit or Houston definitely taking him uh, at the t- in the top of the first
1: Talking about edge rusher again I want to discuss the other guys At the position beyond Thibodeau And Hutchinson We know about Karloftis He's been very impressive this year Talk to me a little bit about some of the other Edge rushers the Jets might be able to get If not in the first round Then in the second, third, or fourth That could potentially have an impact for them
4: Well, I, you know, Karloftis He's an interesting player uh, Definitely uh, you see a, a natural pass rush ability uh, really impressive with how he can shed blocks and get off blocks, which is obviously key to having success in the NFL. Um, he it's, it's weird because he's strong as a pass rusher in terms of the strength to shed a block, but that really doesn't translate that well to run defense where uh, the strength is something he needs to work on. So, uh, he definitely uh, has big upside, but I think that that's something he'll have to work on as a pro. And similar with Hutchinson, the Jets have the, the situation there and the, with the inside talent to, to make it work and to help uh, improve that gradually and bring him along. So interesting player uh, with that kind of dichotomy. Now, as far as the day two edge rushers, You know, I think there could be a big run. Obviously, we don't know all the guys yet, whether who's entering the draft. But uh, Drake Jackson from USC, I think, could be a guy that could be on the bubble there late first round, early second round. Could factor into one of the Jets' second round picks. Has a lot of ability. I think he got held back some by the USC coaches. Uh, before the, the firing of Clay Helton, they were dropping him in coverage a lot, not letting him just go after the quarterback, moving him around too much uh, and, and taking away kind of what's special about him. But So I think he could be a good value there. And then in the second round, uh, you have a guy like Will McDonald from Iowa State who is just a beast of a pass rusher. I mean, this guy has got it. He's the real deal for getting after the quarterbacks, but he is a complete liability as a run defender, really struggles uh, against the run. Uh, so that's why he's a day two player uh, rather than a first rounder, given how good he is at uh, rushing the passer. And then you can look at uh, some other guys on day two, Nick Benito from Oklahoma, Might be more of, say, a third-round pick. uh, Has some natural pass rush ability, but is undersized. Uh, So he would, in the Jets scheme, he'd really be a a DPR, a designated pass rusher, to come in uh, on third down and kind of obvious passing situations. Uh, There's a hell of a player at Ole Miss uh, named Sam Williams. who's a really good edge rusher. Um, Tough, big guy, however has major uh, maturity and off-the-field issues that will send him into day two, uh, but he played like a first-round pick this year, and he has a first-second-round skill set. So uh, he's going to slide probably because of the off-the-field, but uh, if he if he gets <clears throat> turns into a professional, he couldn't end up being a, gi- a giant steal. So uh, those are some of the day two edge rushers to keep an eye on.
5: they are also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com
1: and live the Chumba life.
3: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: Play like a Jet. Play like a Jet. Let's talk about the rest of the defense, Charlie. Off-ball linebacker, certainly a need for the Jets. C.J. Mosley is getting older And he's really all alone Quincy Williams has been solid But there's been issues there Nobody knows for sure whether he can be a full-time starter And even if he can, they really need some extra help there Devin Lloyd from Utah Has gotten a lot of buzz So tell me about him and some of the other off-ball linebackers And then when you look at the secondary The Jets need a lot of help there At safety, they've got Marcus May Who's an impending free agent Coming off of a big injury And he's about to turn 30 Ashton Davis has played horribly so they don't have anything there we know about Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame tell me about him and some of the other safeties at the position and then when you talk about corner the Jets have had this as a major need for a long time Derek Stingley Jr. from LSU a bit polarizing because he seems to have regressed this year he had the injury but still people talking about him as a potential top five top ten pick What's the story with Derek Stingley Jr.? What are you hearing there? And who are some of the other corners that the Jets might be able to grab?
4: Stingley is a great talent, uh, just inconsistent a little bit. Um, He's kind of similar to C.J. Henderson coming out of Florida uh, in terms of skill set, but inconsistency. So, uh, you know, that's something that will have to be worked on. But he really is kind of a one-year wonder because he didn't play as well as a sophomore, before getting hurt, and then this year uh, basically shut it down pretty early after getting injured. So, uh, you know, he can he kind of has some boom or bust potential there. Um, other corners, you have Ahmad Sauce Gardner from Cincinnati. Uh, you know, there's other guys that could go in the first to second round range there. Josh Job from uh, Alabama, inconsistent, but great skill set. Um, uh, Trent um, what, gosh, the name, Trent McDuffie from Washington, really nice player. Has kind of gone under the radar because they had a bad season. Uh, Tariq Castro-Fields from Penn State, uh, nice player, uh, has to improve the, the eye discipline and not biting on fakes and double moves, but has a good skill set. Um, so, There'll be there's a lot of good corners uh, that should be in the mix for their second round picks, uh, but they all have some some flaws and things developmental issues to work on safety, not as much depth in this draft, but yeah, Kyle hamilton's the freak he's he's one of the best players in the draft. He would be a, a phenomenal pl- pick for them if they landed him uh, high in the first round to go with an edge rusher so um, he's really a do-it-all safety that's just a playmaker and game-changer. So uh, that would be a great pick for the Jets. And as far as linebacker goes, you yeah, uh, had Devin Lloyd from Utah. He could be in that kind of uh, high second, early first-round mix, or I mean uh, late first-round mix. But if he works out well, it wouldn't surprise me if he climbs up higher than that. Uh, that position can get you know pushed down in the draft with teams Um, And then Damone Clark from uh, LSU, I think he could end up being mid first round pick, uh, you know, potentially higher if he works out well, or if the workouts don't go well, maybe a bit lower. He was a bit of a one year wonder at LSU, but this past season he was phenomenal. So uh, if they were to trade down with one of their first round picks, I would think Uh, that would make more sense for him as far as being an option and a guy to consider there.
1: Charlie, can't let you go without talking a little offense, so I wanted to discuss the positions that the Jets could really use. Obviously Elijah Moore has played very very well So he looks like he could be a stud at wide receiver But still Corey Davis now out for the year Not entirely sure what you're going to get from him in year number two Jamison Crowder an impending free agent So is Keelan Cole So the Jets could certainly use some help there A lot of talk about Jamison Williams from Alabama Certainly Garrett Wilson of Ohio State Those are some guys at the position that the Jets might look at. Who are some others? Also on the offensive line, Charles Cross. We've heard a lot about Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. That's another one that's become very popular among Jets fans. Evan Neal of Alabama, gigantic man, 6'7", 350 pounds. Tell me about those guys and some of the other options for them on the offensive line. And then at tight end, that is a position where the Jets have been lacking for a really long time. Who are some of the tight ends that they can grab in this draft, whether it's some point on day one or two or even day three?
4: Uh, Well, for tight end, you could look at Jalen Watermeyer from Texas A&M or Charlie Kohler in the second round. Both of them have uh, receiving ability will need to improve as blockers, but uh, they both of those guys could factor into their, their second round picks. Offensive line-wise, uh, I'm not sure they should look at that in the first round, given all the resources they've put into it. Uh, but yeah, Evan Neal, uh, if you had a luxury pick, would be a really nice right tackle to pair with and Um and he's a massive guy, but speed rushers can give him problems. The smaller, faster kind of edge rusher, uh, because he's so big and his feet can kind of get stuck sometimes, that's going to be a problem for him in the NFL. Hence, I think he'd be a better fit as a right tackle. And, uh, you know, I think as far as the Iowa center, Linderbaum, um, yeah, he would be a guy to consider high in the second round, possibly if they traded way down in the first round, but I don't think the value is there to take a center uh, in the top five and top 10. I don't think that would make a lot of sense, especially considering uh, their recent first round picks on the offensive line. They got to prioritize the defense uh, with those, with those picks if they stick and pick. So um, those guys in Charles Cross, a uh, Cam from NC State, both uh, good left tackle uh, candidates. Uh, so obviously they really don't need that with Beckton. So I'm not sure the offensive line value really makes sense for them in the first round. I think it'd be make more sense to to grab some line talent to help the help that line on uh, day two. And wide receiver wise, I think. There'll be some really good receivers there for the first round, uh, whether it's uh, Garrett Wilson from Ohio State and Jamison Williams, Wandale Robinson from Kentucky. Uh, that trio are all big play speed receivers. Then late in the first round, early second, you have more of the big possessional kind of guys like Traylon Burks and Drake London. So um, there'll be good receiver options that should fall to them there in the early second round.
1: Charlie Campbell, lead draft analyst for WalterFootball.com. Thanks so much for coming on. As always, really appreciate it. Phenomenal insight. Check out everything that Charlie's doing over at WalterFootball.com. And Charlie, I know that year-round you've got fresh information, all kinds of intel. So talk a little bit about what people will see when they visit your content over at WalterFootball.com.
4: Yep, I definitely pride what uh i don't my opinion on players really doesn't matter what matters is where teams value these guys so i work hard to try and uh find out where they're grading guys where they're projecting guys and that goes into all of our position rankings and mock drafts and uh scouting reports all the all the draft content we have there so tons of stuff Uh, to check out, you know, for the draft here coming up and uh, Senior Bowl, Combine, all of that, and Team Rumors, uh, what we're hearing about what teams are interested in doing. So all that's up there on WalterFootball.com.
1: Check out everything that Charlie's got up at WalterFootball.com. Fantastic draft information all year round. And now, of course, as a Jet fan, unfortunately we're not focused as much On the results of the games, we're starting to get into the draft content, and Charlie's got the best information you're going to find anywhere. So check it out at WalterFootball.com. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, just put up a brand new video breaking down Zach Wilson's performance this past Sunday. Much improved game for Zach Wilson, so check out his All-22 breakdown and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Shop at our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the Bless You Thank You shirt, Quinn and Williams, John Franklin Myers, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, mugs, hoodies, and so much more. It's all there at the Play Like a Jet store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And make sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play like a jet digital and PlayLikeAJet.com.
3: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
4: It's my little escape.
3: Now Judy's the life of the party.
4: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
3: Whoa.